Welcome to Mississippi College Stories. This show is about the stories behind some of our more than 35,000 living alumni and where they are now. I am your host and 1983 Mississippi College graduate, Jim Turcott, and I will be interviewing members of our alumni who have been doing unbelievable things. Before we begin today's podcast, I want to make sure you mark your calendar for homecoming at Mississippi College. It's October 24 through 26. For a complete overview of that event, go to mc.edu. We plan to post a new story every two weeks. Be sure to subscribe and share with your family and friends. I'm sharing MC stories with Michael Ward, 2007 undergraduate and 09 MBA. Michael, what in the world have you been up to since you left Mississippi College back in 2009? Well, it's, it's good to be back. We went to, um, I worked five years at First South Farm Credit, went into finance and uh, credit analysis and started as a manager there. And then um, when my wife, Emily, who also went to Mississippi College, when she finished physical therapy school and got her doctorate, we decided we wanted to, to try something different and, and move out of Mississippi and see what else was out there. So applied to about 70 different positions all around the world, and we narrowed it down to Africa and the British West Indies. We ended up moving to Anguilla. Oh, wow. So we were there. Uh, and so what did Emily say well, you know, when you said, hey, let's go to the British West Indies? She she was a little nervous about it. We'd never been there. She'd never seen it, and we... we uh, we packed our, our house up. We had built a house here, and we we ended up finding a tenant and rented it out. We packed our stuff up into seven suitcases and packed up our dog, and we uh, we got on a flight and moved right after a hurricane to to Anguilla. Um, so we hmm. stayed there a couple of years. Well, now tell me what it was like because both of you grew up in Clinton, Mississippi. Went to Mississippi College. You worked in the farm area for a little while. And then you're out of the country. What was how was the adjustment to another country and what you were doing there? Yeah, it was definitely an adjustment. I, I think in our minds we we wanted to go serve. We knew we were moving to the Caribbean, which is nice, a beautiful place, but at the same time, kind of a second world country. I'd say it, it, it wasn't Haiti, but it it also uh, it also wasn't good. You know, good living conditions. We we didn't have cable, internet, anything for six months. We didn't have air conditioning. Um, and we were we were serving mainly in a nonprofit capacity. It, Emily, I, I know, started her physical therapy practice there, and she was paid in mangoes and tomatoes, and very very frequently uh, in anything but cash. So it was a it was a good experience to kind of kind of help the help out the island. That is fascinating. Well, now after Anguilla, you made another move. Tell us about what happened next. Yeah, so in in, in Anguilla, we I ended up running the the tennis contracts for the the big hotels, and um, I in one of those hotels, I met my future boss, who was the vice president of sport time in the John McEnroe Tennis Academy. So he needed someone to come help and and run um, run the business in in New York City. So we after about two years in Anguilla, we moved and went to Manhattan and kind of traded the the island life to uh to a different type of city island life in on Manhattan and I I now uh manage and run John McEnroe's Tennis Academy so that's what we're doing now. So tell us about some of the people you've met. So we've got a a, a large customer base, a lot of celebrity clientele, um 
coach Jerry Seinfeld and Daniel Craig and uh, John Hamm, Robert De Niro. We've got Maroon Five, a bunch of bunch of clients who also like tennis. So there's that kind of aspect of it. And then there's also the tennis academy. We've got about a thousand kids, um, which we graduate to mainly to Ivy League schools on on tennis scholarships. Some to Stanford and and other big schools. Um, and then we we also run in conjunction with the with the U.S. Open, where the secondary site for them. So we'll have anybody from Roger Federer to Serena Williams practicing at our at our club. So it's been nice to to meet people like that and be able to to try to help them and their objectives as well. What does Emily do? Emily started her own business um, in in New York, and she is running a physical therapy business there. So. She sees a lot of high-level pro athletes, a lot of squash players, and obviously a lot of a lot of tennis players, a lot of tennis professionals, and then she has a, a large um, kind of celebrity customer base that she'll she'll go to their their apartments around the city and go to their gyms or apartments and treat them there. So she's been doing that and and uh, has done a good job setting up her business there. Well, this is MC Stories and. Everybody wants to know what is your most memorable story, and who are the people in that story? That's a tough one. This is a great college, and, and some of the best years of my life. So a lot of good stories, and that I could remember. But probably the the most notable is is coming to a university where where you meet your wife, and um, and Emily and I played tennis together on the on the tennis team, and have so many memories at this college. So dating her and, and ending up marrying her when she graduated and, and went into physical therapy school is uh, is a pretty big highlight. So forever thankful for that. I'd say that's a big highlight. I met my wife here too. So, well, thank you. That's, that is awesome. You've been listening to Mississippi College Stories, and we thank you for listening and tuning in. We hope you'll join us next week when we interview another amazing MC alumnus. Remember to subscribe and share our podcast with your friends, family, and fellow alumni. If you or an alumnus you know would like to be featured on this podcast, connect today at alumni.mc.edu.